0: Welcome to Follow Your Process. I'm your host, David Andres. This podcast explores business and life topics. We answer questions, we talk about deals, and we tell a whole lot of stories so that everyone watching can achieve their desired outcomes. On today's very first episode, I'm honored to have Roy Baring, owner of TechSanSite Services, located in San Antonio, Texas. Hey, Roy, how's it going? Hey,
1: what's happening? Thanks for having me, man.
0: Well, listen, thanks for doing this. Um, I know you and I talk quite a bit on the phone uh, whenever something comes up or we're going after a job or something's going on. And, and you called me yesterday morning about 9.15, and I said, hey, Roy, uh, I got this new Zoom host thing. I'm now a host on Zoom. And uh, I'm like, do you mind if we set up a Zoom call so I can record it? Sure. And you're like, yeah, no problem, Dave. So, you know, the day wafted away, and we set it up for this morning. And, um, and uh, thank you for uh, – I guess humoring me or doing this, uh, and yes, I, I said this in the pregame. you have the distinction, and I'm very pleased and proud and honored, actually, to have Roy Baring from Texan Site Services in San Antonio, Texas, uh, on the very first recorded and produced uh, Zoom call of Follow your process. But go ahead, Roy, introduce yourself and what you're doing out there in San Antonio.
1: Yeah, Dave, thanks a lot. Like you said, my name's Roy Baring, uh owner operator of Texan Site Services. We do about uh, 5,000 services here in the San Antonio and Austin areas, uh, growing pretty fast. Uh, and then that's where we came together, uh, looking into the Sanitrax, uh product. Uh, we visited first when we were going to the Valero Open uh, meetings at the very, very beginning. Uh, taking you to that meeting was very, very helpful and pretty much sealed the deal for us. And then we had COVID come through and whack yeah. that event out so now we're uh, preparing for next year already which gives us a really good timeline so we yeah, that, can even you know, get more and, of and that, that was, product. yeah
0: that was really good you know you're a small pro i mean not small four thousand five thousand is not small uh maybe five hundred a thousand small but you're a you're a young pro and you're you're really taxed for capex right i mean you gotta buy more toilets you were talking the other day uh i just had to buy another 140 i did this and and and, and that's normal um and as i shared with you when i went to mr john back in 97 uh, That's when I started doing what you're doing. Right. Um, Starting in 98, we bought a thousand Tough Ways a summer for seven straight summers. So I'm very familiar with that steep uphill, rolling rocks uphill grind. Um, And I really also appreciate your openness, even though you couldn't buy Santa Tracks for a while, um, you took me to a meeting. You took me to a golf tournament you were trying to get. And of course, I've got a little history in golf tournaments, so that was cool. And right. then the Wasserman people identified with the freshwater flushing right out of the box. Um, and so, so that was cool. And then here you are, you won the, you won the contract, like you got it. Um, and I was really happy that you did that and we worked all the, all the proposals behind the scenes. And so yeah. you all know they were gonna put Santa Tracks at, by the 18th green for all the public plastic bathrooms um, right next to the, the public bar, the beer garden. And we were gonna have, uh, I think it was like 24 seats that was gonna be um, ready to go for everybody and then COVID hit and none of it happened like so many other people, you know. Um, right,
1: yeah, we never close the door on an opportunity. You know, we see a lot of uh, forward movement in our business here and we wanna make sure and be on the ground level on something as uh, innovative as the Santa Tracks project.
0: Yep. yeah. So, um, I, I just wanna say uh, a couple other things cause people might not know. Um, this guy, Steven Tucker on the line uh, is my producer and director, and he's also my dear, dear friend from all oh, these many years. Um, I met him uh, when I was uh, watching my other very good friend, Luke Elliott, who is a singer-songwriter, um, who was actually, uh, he was actually the barista at a cigar shop. That's how I met <laughs> Luke. And he ended, up, he ended up being a singer-songwriter, and we got so frustrated with Luke. Luke, when are you going to put your album out? And uh, I'd never listened to Luke's music in years so he took me out to his car, parked out front, and he threw in the CD into the CD player back then. It was a long time ago. Um, and we listened to it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. So anyway, Stephen Tucker was his – his. he put all – did a bunch of videos for him. And that's how I met Stephen Tucker. And then Stephen's done a bunch of videos for me. Um, and Stephen now runs Livestream Remote, um, which is a new business. You can go to LivestreamRemote.com. And he's producing and directing this from his studio in, in – um, uh, Golden, Colorado, Golden, Colorado, remotely. Uh, there he is, Steve-O. Say Good something. to see you again,
1: Steven. Good to see you too, fellas. How you doing? Great. Um, I'm really excited that we're we're doing this, Dave.
0: We've been talking I about it for a while. Lord knows we've talked about it enough. Um, yeah, man. I guess I we're was, I was, uh, you know, the, the The roots of follow your process, I just need to put this on camera with Steven here. Uh, and another guest, and most people don't know, but I think everyone that knows Dave Andres or knows me, you understand that I'm a process guy. So it makes, it's not really strange that I say follow your process, right? Well, I was spending some time with my dear friend Steven in Colorado, um, and I was enjoying some of the legal Colorado cannabis. And um, Steve has been not only many things to me, but he's also one of my coaching influences. There's probably nobody on the planet that can take me to task faster and straighter than Steven Tucker. And I actually am the same thing with him. As you might imagine, it's, mm-hmm. it's a both and relationship. It's not either or. And Steven, we're out in the back in the hammock in the patio. we had a few drinks, a couple of cannabis, whatever. And he's like, Dave, you just need to follow your process, man. Just follow your process more. And, and, and I'm a big energy, big enthusiasm all the time. I always sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm also behind the curtain listening to Stephen and actually Roy Baring, too, at times. Dave, you need to follow that process or just follow this process. Um, So welcome, Stephen. Thank you for what you're doing. Um, You know, uh, Stephen's going to probably dive out now. He's got a couple other things he's going to do, but you can see the technical skills of the studio, uh, and Stephen will be editing this later, and we'll turn it into a bunch of smaller clips. But anyway, Roy and I are going to go over what we – plan to go over now thanks steve you uh, guys
1: have a fantastic podcast we'll thank you very much
0: insider, right? I, thank you very much um so hey roy you the one thing we talked about yesterday that i wanted to follow up with you is you got those edits to the operations manager job description right
1: yeah appreciate it got those finals in they should be in your inbox right. here this morning as well so okay good thanks for helping me on that
0: um uh, and then the other thing is that we want to talk about is, did you see that BCC email I sent you last week on our construction unit?
1: Oh, yeah. I've already sent some of that information out uh, on some phone calls. Uh, I think even if you've got the time, we may have a meeting set up next week, middle of the week. Sure. I've got my accounting team working on some uh, time constraints that, really? you know, are used on using your regular standard elevator units uh, type set up there and how much time we can save and cost we can save on, on just the time constraints that those guys have, especially on these high rises that are in some really compact areas. That yeah, this, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Yeah. So
0: uh, listen, I, 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 you know, as I always say, I love Roy, how fast you move man! you move like the wind and you're a very quick study uh, for a, for a young early operator. I mean, you know, you, you've only been doing this a few years. Um, Appreciate it. um, but the fact that you've already asked accounting to check that stuff, I've already asked several other pros. So so what we're talking about um, for those watching is um, high rise construction units. If you can go to your invoices and understand what revenue they generate and what time they take, that is something you might want to do if you want to take part in this new construction product that we're getting ready to announce. Um, uh, and then yes, I'll come out next week. Uh, maybe we will send it to just job you know, go around in the car and just check some stuff out. It would be good, right?
1: Yeah, I actually have a face-to-face if you're available that we can get that done. What, what day? Uh, on Wednesday, tentatively Wednesday, 9 right. o'clock.
0: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my Tuesday morning here. I have a call with Amsterdam and Toronto with our sales team, a uh, video call. Um, and uh, so about noon, I'll just head out to San Antonio on Tuesday, get a hotel, yeah. and then we'll be good to go whatever time, Wednesday morning, and we'll spend the day on Wednesday. Sure. All right, cool. Yeah, we can do it. Um, so the thing to be thinking about uh, with that is, you're going to be able to the the gift that this new construction thing is is it, it's going to allow you to give your current customer his own time back. Right. So it has to do with sanitation, but it's actually going to reduce the cycle time of taking those high rise units up and down the elevators two or three times a week. Right. Uh, which There's has more to be now.
1: We're five days a week right now with the COVID. No way. Yeah, so how much five time days is that gonna
0: Yes, sir. You're going to take me to that site? Yes, we're going there. Okay. Um, the other thing you want your drivers to do, we discussed, and have your drivers do it. Don't, don't ask the super, whatever. When the driver gets there, have them get to know the, the elevator operator. Right. And just say, hey, how long does this take to go up and down? I mean, can you speed the damn thing up? Yeah. Right? You want to find out the pace of the elevator. Cause then we're going to take the number of units and can you get one or two in in in, in, a, in one trip? Right. Right. So that's going to be the size of your unit, the size of that elevator. And the elevators can be different sizes at times. Mm-hmm. Um and so we want to get those calcs so yeah. we can begin to estimate and say this is how much time we're giving back to you. Sure. Okay, so it's not about the, the one thing that, that where I'm talking to my marketing team is they came out with some literature. That that's telling everyone how efficient it is for the port of restaurant operator. We don't necessarily need to. I mean, that's true, and it, you need to hear it, but we don't necessarily need to say that. You know, I mean, we need to be talking about marketing to the to the end users' benefit. Right? What's
1: going to help them? Correct. What's
0: going to help them exactly? Um, and then if there's internal benefit, God bless. I mean, there's internal benefit, um, sure. but that's that's typically not something like I always talk about Live Nation and using Santa Tracks, and one of the reasons they've bought. The, the most in North America is because it makes them money. Right. Now the pros haven't figured that out yet. It doesn't make the pro enough money fast enough for, for our festival gear. So everyone's being delayed in buying the stuff, including guys like Honey Bucket and Diamond and Service Annotation. I'm talking about some big boys, right? right. right. Monster boys are, are responding the same way you're responding. Now what's interesting about this is and I think I'd like to talk to you a little bit about this. Um, let's just say, assume for discussion purposes, you had to spend, you know, twenty eight thousand dollars a piece, and you had to buy thirty. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a hunk of money right now. Sure it is. So Especially
1: what when you have to buy plastics every
0: month? I, I get it. So so where are you at with? I mean, like the the thing I'm being trying to be cautious about a young a good small operator trying to grow. This could be an opportunity that could outpace your ability to do it because right. you just don't have the financial tools or cash flow or whatever. So, let's, can we talk a little bit about that? Like, where are you at on that?
1: Well, you know, that's one thing, but that's why we've we've kind of uh, got a little better and we have multiple relationships with our equipment leasing companies. Okay. So, that definitely isn't a, a direct hit to your bottom line. Right. Or, you know, straight cash out expense. You know, those Great. guys can help yes. us. And we've already... On top of conversations with our customers, I've already been having these conversations with those Great. guys when we first started talking about Sanitrex in the very, very beginning. Ah, they look, okay, Here's some new age stuff. As soon as it gets to town, we're going to have to make the move to be the San Antonio no. area provider. And they're totally on board. So,
0: can, can you give me a range of interest rates that they're talking about? Like, like what's, what's a, I don't need to know exactly what you have, but like, what's the range you're doing with interest rates on that?
1: Uh, you know, their interest rates are anywhere from four to six.
0: Okay. okay, so that's, that's no, standard. And that's, that's asking, as, yeah. yeah,
1: that's yeah. about as good as they could do on equipment, leasing, uh, you know, business loans, things like I got,
0: that. I got it. Nothing like do, they the do they limit the size? Do they limit the amount?
1: Well, like, it, you know, it's, that's a case-by-case basis. So if we're no. looking at a, at a half a million dollar purchase, uh, that'll just be two or three more minds in the meeting. If we're looking at, a, you know, a quarter million, that's more of a one-on-one conversation. That's We've easy. already done enough yeah. business with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Roy,
0: send it. We're going to send the PO, get it
1: right. done, have it here as soon as possible. Right. So way right. We're, right. we're not on time
0: constraint. Okay. So the other thing that I'm going to do with you next week, and, and, and we're going to do this with your team is I'm working, um, this whole, this whole thing that we're announcing to everyone is because of Russ Holm up at onsite services in Minneapolis. Right. Um, I've known Russ for a long time. I've known his parents even longer. Karen and Dave who are now sort of retired and mm-hmm. Russ and his sister are running the business doing a great job busier, just as busy as you are. Right. Yeah. um same thing when I try to call you sometimes Dave I can't I gotta do this same thing with Russ and he's a great guy but he's gotten back but he called me he said Dave we're wondering if you've got this upgraded thing that we sort of like right do you have it winterized because we, we you know we got we got five or six 20 to 30 story buildings we're doing in the winter and we have a real challenge with winterized stuff yeah And of course the universe is real there are no coincidences right there are no coincidences um you and me and Alex Spinoso, right? There are no coincidences. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I'm a big believer of that, as you know. Um, uh, and that's going to be another whole Follow Your Process podcast with Alex at some point. right? Um, for sure. So anyway, uh, I said, Russ, it's funny because for the last nine months, we've been quietly working on a winterized unit. You know, the Santa Tracks gear is mainly festival gear when it's always the great temperatures. So we've never that's had to winterize it. Um, yeah. So... We will be coming out with, and this thing we're all talking about, is a construction unit with two toilets, a sink, that's completely winterized and HVAC. So in Texas, I mean, they need the air conditioner down here. Yeah. Roy does not need winterization so much. Um, yeah. Maybe we are a couple days in deep whatever, but uh, I think last year I noticed this. I, people say, Dave, how you doing? I said, I'm doing pretty good. Shorts and flip-flops again. Um, yeah. And uh, other than when I have to get in a truck with Roy and wear steel toed boots, I'm in shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> But last year, there was only one day in October that was below 32 degrees. Sure, um, and it
1: got hot it by noon anyway, so you're back in shorts and flip-flops.
0: But yes, but you always have to worry if it's below 32, that stuff stiffens up. So oh, yeah. you've got to winterize a Santa Trax. If, if it's anywhere near cold, or even for two hours, you could have a problem. Anyway, right. but you're right. You're right. So I said, Russ, as a matter of fact, now listen, when a guy calls me like that and he's been looking at Santa Trax and asked for something like that, you all ask for exclusivity in your market. You all want to be the only guy in San Antonio doing the Santa Trax, yeah. right? And I get it, you want an angle. But much like Dave Bandowski back in the day when he went to Phil Dunn here in Houston and asked for uh, $3 million worth of ACSI trailers versus American and Olympic, which was yeah. fiberglass and then Indiana trailers. And then ACSI at the time was like 60 grand a trailer, was like high end. And Phil right. Dunn said, no way, buy your, buy your 3 million, buy your 30 trailers, and get going. And sure enough, everyone has trailers now. So this this concept that you can corner your market or be the only one in your market, um, to me is just actually false. Because because if we have something as interesting as this, right? Yep. Um it's gonna outpace you and three of your competitors. But what it's
1: gonna do is really create pro partnerships. You know, if one guy's got it, then we can just help each other rather than the one, you know, it's not about you being the solo guy in the market. It's about hey look, I've got the equipment. We're going to help each other. You've got the event coming up. I'll help you get it there. We've got some logistics, you know, costs coming in. It's about Roy, the partnership. Roy, this is care. why I love
0: you, man. Because, yeah, because it's not about you,
1: the only guy in the market.
0: You can't legislate common sense, and, it, and if you don't have it, uh, you got some other issues. But it's you've crazy. got. I mean, I mean you right understand now Look
1: at it. The yeah. partnership <laughs> that you got to have just for sinks. Yeah. Oh you okay. can't get Sinks for January, but you know. Yeah. Everybody that's been be able to create a partnership with us, what do you need? We can pass you some if we can. If not, no. you know, we go other no. direction.
0: But yeah. so, so, so I've already, so, so I'm just going to fast forward now. I sent out that email last week to myself and I blind CC'd 47 people in the industry. Right. You were one of them. Mm-hmm. The response that I've received has even gotten me excited. And, yeah. you know, we know about that. So Ron Inman replied to me the following day and was ready to talk that day on zoom or the next day. And I, I was busy with some stuff or whatever. So I said, how about early next week? Um, and he said, okay, Tuesday at eight. So this Tuesday at eight. And remember in the back of my mind, Stephen Tucker has been talking to me. I'm going to do this, follow your process. I got to get my camera stuff. I've been thinking about this follow your process for like a year and I'm finally stepping into the arena because uh, you and I are doing, this is the very first scheduled Discussed, produced, follow your process thing. Right. Even though, I mean, and it has nothing to do with soundtrack or follow your process. It's just Dave on the camera, right, with right. with a friend that I wanted to record, and I, and I think that I think that I'm giving you a gift by recording it because now you're going to have the recording as much as I have the recording, right? Right. Sure. Anyway, so I I I've never hosted a Zoom. I've been on maybe eighty thousand of them so far, but I've never thought about hosting. So Ron says, I'm a host. I'll send you an invite. I'm like, great. So Ron calls me Tuesday morning, 8 o'clock his time, 10 o'clock my time. And I said, hey, Ron, do you mind recording this? He goes, yeah, no problem. So he hits record. I have an hour and a half with Ron Inman, yeah, who is and, and, an industry legend and a dear friend for 25 years.
1: Sure, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: Ron and I go back to MicroTarget Media, which you might not even remember. or nope, I don't. They, they were the Canadian company that was wrapping toilets and advertising in them. And they would come sign up all of your units under a lease for 10 years. That's the only way that you could participate. So they locked you in, which is smart, 10 years. Sure. And then they had the rights to advertise in your Portageons or either wrap the doors or put a thing on the inside for 10 years. And, and I, at Mr. John, was one of the first big boys to go. I thought it was a great idea. I'd been advertising in toilets like six years before that. So when they gave me yeah. the NDA, I said, well, this doesn't apply to me because I can show you what I was doing six years ago, right? Yeah. So I was actually on it six years ago. And that's yeah. okay. It's no big deal. Um, so I signed up. And then Rich Vector signed up at Service Sanitation. And then Barry Gump signed up at Andy Gump. And Ron Inman signed up at this. So the next pumper show... They put the four horsemen in the trade show booth. So it yeah. was floor to the top of, of, a, of a picture of us, you know, really nice picture of us. Yeah. And it was the four horsemen. <laughs> That's great. Well,
1: anyway, what was Ron's, what was Ron's uh, interest here? How did, how did that call go? Uh,
0: um, what I'm going to say is if you get Ron Inman's attention and he gives you an hour and a half as the managing director of Honey Bucket, yeah. you, can, you can follow your own conclusion. Now, the, 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 the punchline is this. Um, he knows Russ Holm really well, and he knows Chris McCarthy really well, right? So Chris McCarthy replied back, interesting. Now, any response like that, because, guys, I send emails out all the time. That's not, it might be the first blind CC you got, but it's not the first blind CC Ron got, or right. McCarthy got, or anybody, a couple other guys got. So I'm going to encourage you to reach out to him, and I'll make the introduction if you don't know him. I'll, I'll get you the contact. He's, he's open to all this. Right. So I'm saying to him, I want you to get with Russ and Chris McCarthy and talk about this. So, I then shared with him that I sent a, a text message that I sent to one of the other big boys, um, a friend of mine at one of the other big boys. And I just gave a little quick text message about this construction thing. And the guy's response was, Game changer. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, game changer. <laughs> so, I took that text and took a screenshot and I sent it to Paul Carl, our dear friend, Paul Carl, Texas Outhouse. You know, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I sent it to him on a Saturday. And Paul and I talk all the time it's not a big deal I wasn't offending him or whatever I respect his weekend he knows whatever yeah. and um, <laughs> I get a text back I'll call you <laughs> okay great so he calls me while checking into his hotel in Beaver Creek on vacation
1: That's for 20-25
0: awesome. minutes while checking in yeah like something I would do right <laughs> right you know, I, I would uh, you know and so Paul's really excited I met with his sales manager Larry Wheeler you got those photos, right, that I sent you? Uh, oh, yeah. That's, I yeah. mean,
1: that's exactly what we're going to do.
0: Yeah. So so I, I went I – was, I was prepping the units that we're sending up to the Major League Baseball game August 13th. We're sending yeah. – we're supporting uh, Stuart Chantler out of Toronto, who's bringing the showers over, the ADA over, the sinks over, uh, all of his holding tanks. He has to bring his own holding tanks over. Uh-huh. Uh, we were going to get Derek Pauling's at Biff's to get us his holding tanks, but then MLB said it's all going to come from the contractor. There can be no subs you know, COVID related, whatever, but right, right. whatever. Um, but we're sending seven toilets and a tech up to Iowa for August 13th. So I was over at Texas outhouse prepping all that. Right. And this was the week, this was the week after speaking, doing the Paul thing. So I went and sat with Larry Wheeler. And I sent you a picture of Larry and Larry, Larry gave me 45 minutes. So Larry and Paul are, are, are actually doing what you are going to do. They as owners and sales managers are going into the customer right like they're taking a leadership position you can have sales reps The sales reps can come but they're taking an ownership position sure yeah they're walking into the construction company so on route 10 i live in katy uh, and it's like 20 minute drive over to texas outhouse um i pa- i pass this high rise all the time like i'm always passing this high rise right and you can imagine what's going on in my head every time i'm yeah. on route it was like back in the day there was another toilet out there i'm like god oh, that's a toilet. yeah right? it's oh. boiling you know, and, and now I love all of them, so it's all good. But I love all high-rises now. I'm, high, I'm going to get a high-rise tattoo, I think, at some point. Yeah, yeah. So I say, you know what? And I got my Santa Track shirt on. I actually was wearing the, the Texas outhouse hat. I said, ah, let me pull in. It's three thirty, four o'clock. Let me see. Let me see. And I, that's, a big, that's a big thing I encourage everyone to do is, is take a different direction home. Try something oh, yeah, all day long and go with your gut, right? So I pull in, I back in, I got no vest, I got no hard hat, I got tennis shoes on, so I'm feeling a little queasy. And I come walking up to the super trailer, and the guy goes, can I help you? Like, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, Dave Andres, Santa Tracks, uh, Texas Outhouse is my, I work with Texas Outhouse, I see you got him right here. Guy gave me 30 minutes, his cell phone, his email, he can't wait, he goes, we're building six of these right now. Yeah, and that's all stuff. off of the punchline. He's gonna get the cycle time reduction, And all the time back that he's now paying construction labor wages to you five times a week. That equation of the gift back. Now, the other thing I want you to just emphasize with you, which I want you to share with your people and I want to share with everyone else, is that your revenue is going to remain the same for six months. So you're going to say to the guy, listen, we built that building for you last year, it was seven months, and we charged you $70,000 just for the high rises. And I'm just using round numbers so I can divide them quickly. Yeah. We're we're you're going to build the same building again? Another parking deck or whatever the deal is? Tell you what. We're just going to charge you 10 grand a month and don't worry about it. We're going to give you the upgrade for 6 months. And then we're going to sit down and discuss it and verify that you saved all that time.
1: Oh, sure. They'll take that all. Cuz
0: these things are not as cheap as a plastic or the rollaways. Yeah. But I, don't, I don't really care about that right now. I'm going to give you the same budget number so it's easy for you to accept. Yeah. Right? Right, right. He's going to accept that. And then you're going to calculate all the savings. And then, and then you're going to do an article in the construction journal. He's going to do an article about cycle time savings of enhanced sanitation during COVID with Roy Baring and Harvey, Harvey Builders. Yep. And, and, and when that article goes out, I'm going to be involved in that press. Right. I hope that Ron Inman's doing it. I hope that uh, even Service Sanitation's doing it. Um, I, I hope that. Texas outhouse is doing it by then, because then I can give to the, to the author, they can travel to four or five cities and confirm yeah, the yeah, same story. story. Sure. No, they confirm the same story. Um, and then something like that could hit the New York Times. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like when a story like that happens, that's what they're looking for. It's, it's not just in one city, it's in all these cities. But the trade journals, the construction trade journals, right? And then, yes, of course, sir. the Pumper and the Pro Weekly and all the people at PSAI, they'll all get on it, right? right and it's really, right, it's right. Really a really cool thing. Anyway, so I don't know. You, did you notice that Santa Trax is mentioned in the last two PSAI newsletters? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our press release about our 2020 Santa Trax Engineering uh, partnership right. uh, with, with, with Mark Brewer up at 2020 Engineering in Bellingham. If you ever need a civil engineer, there's Green. Mark Brewer is your man. He is our civil engineer in, in America for Santa Trax, and we've introduced him to Live Nation for their their permits and everything they're doing at twenty six amphitheaters and he's now Live Nations civil engineer for all things green and whatever. Um, and then um we uh we're really proud and we I, I love this guy, man. I love Pete. Pete, man. Get flush the podcast. Oh, yeah. You're gonna be on it, right?
1: Yeah, I'm in uh August. I think it airs in September. Very good. That's really And cool. then I I I did discuss you a little bit with we're in the uh in the Center folder Pro magazine in August too. So I'll look out
0: for that. See, I love this guy, and I swear to God, this is not a setup. We didn't set any of this up, right? Yeah. Like nope, none of us. No. Roy is doing th- everything he's doing, about marketing and promo and everything else. He was on another. You sent me a link to a, a radio podcast or another podcast where a woman was talking about small business and COVID. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, the fact that you met Chris Peters, right? Yeah. We haven't talked about it, like, like other than you told me before this show, hey, I'm going to be on that too. And... and um. I didn't want
1: and to see. we and I I met Chris over Facebook before we even talked about it, just off of a, a side message that I didn't even notice, and then like a day later I was like, wait a minute, this is really. And then I put two and two together, and here we are. No, no, co-
0: his first title sponsor. No coincidences, right? Well, uh, I some of my funnest Facetimes, right? And I, yeah. I prefer WhatsApp, and I prefer Zoom. But FaceTime is the best for him. Some of my funnest FaceTimes are, are with Pete. Yeah, he sounds awesome. He, he, no, no, we, we do FaceTime, right? Yeah. And um, uh, we're really proud of that. I mean, he's, he's doing something new and innovative in the industry, this, this podcast about education. And, yeah. and, 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 he's, and the following is amazing, right? And I'm just so happy for the guy because he's, he's like, a, I refer to people as a good egg or a bad egg, right? and yeah. you're a good egg i think i'm a good egg he's a good egg and he's really trying to do some great things um didn't you have a didn't you have a question about routing software
1: yeah uh, that'll be probably uh, another call because we're having some you know we're, we we kind of had a uh, a skeleton style routing program but it's not mapping correctly as you're growing uh,
0: yeah. you know yeah, over yeah.
1: 5000 hey,
0: just real quick and we can wrap this up cuz i know you got to go i got to go but um i what i recommend you do and i'd be happy to do this is I'm going to connect you to four to six guys that are your same size and like twenty times your size. You know what I mean, yeah, like the big boys. Because okay. I think I think you're looking out for what do I need now? What happens if I double my business? What happens if I quadruple my business? You know what I mean? Whatever. Um, so I'm going to put you in touch with some of those owners, and it, obviously it's their volunteer. They have to they have to respond. If they don't respond, whatever. Sure. Um, Uh, And then I'm working with with Pete on Get Flushed. He told me some stuff about this topic, which he's doing some additional research on uh, because he found somebody that has something that's new and innovative. Um, It's actually a software husband to a woman-owned toilet business, which is is a great combo, right? I'm sure the husband wants to help, but he doesn't want to clean toilets. He doesn't want to do whatever, but he's a software guy and he has completely come in it with a fresh mind with no pre- preconceived and he's come up with some stuff. I'm not going to say much more than that um, yeah. but I'm definitely when that's available to be public th- that's also one that I, I would recommend you look at and then yeah. maybe and we might we get into the, that
1: too. That was one of our, our talking points on the podcast that we got coming up. So like,
0: what, 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 I, what I'm going to suggest or I'm going to lay the pipe work for is when I talk to these four to six owners if they all agree Maybe we do a six-way on routing software.
1: Heck yeah. That'd be awesome.
0: Because I think that if we put that on video, even if it's not the right answer for everybody, this is about awareness and education. This is about discovering what you don't know. Yeah. What I've been to you is helping you discover what you don't know, right? Correct. And you have found an attraction to me because I've got the 30 years and you know you can pick up the phone and say, Dave, have you ever done job descriptions? I'm like, yeah, just send them over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what I've done for Roy, by the way, and I do it, I'll do it for anyone right? Like, like whatever. In about, in about an hour, I'll use track changes. I'll go to all my other job descriptions I've ever used. There's a couple here and there. And I'll throw him edits back. And I get all the way down to commas and, and, and sentence structure and everything else. And I just send it back to him. And I think that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. So that's what we were talking about. The first part of the show is, Hey, that job description. Um, so yeah, you know, Dave, you got,
1: you got to be, you've got to continue to educate yourself, be open to be coached. And coach your team you know that goes all the way down the to the to the the yard guy at your at your business so you've got to be open all that and i really appreciate the help on that
0: you're welcome and um just to tie it all together uh pete and i are talking about uh, a playbook project uh when i went to mr john in 97 uh i asked if they had a playbook right um and they didn't obviously it's okay um and there's a great story and i'll just tell this and then we can we can end um And as I tell all these stories, I want to tell them again because they're on video. You can go watch it and there's the story. So so Gary Weiner um, had been a distributor of mine for Trap Zap, the bacteria that eats grease and grease traps. Right. And they always asked me to come work for them while I was the distributor rep. I was like, Dave, you got to come work for us. I'm like, listen, I'm a partner over here. You know, it's all good. And then my distributor in Chicago gave me a national sales manager position of like 17 salespeople. And my pregnant wife and I decided to sell the townhouse and move to Chicago where we, where we met and went to college. And we always thought we wanted to go back to Chicago. So we've yeah. been in Jersey for like five or six years or whatever. Like, okay, Chicago, I was able to up my income. I was able to become a national sales manager, you know, 17 people with, with, with guys that were my same age, the same college class, right? Sure, sure. So we moved back to Chicago. My son is born on Christmas Day in Chicago, Barrington, Illinois, uh, Jackson Keene. And um, anyway, the family didn't like Chicago, so we moved back to Jersey. So I say, Gary, is that job still available? He goes, absolutely it is. So I started April Fool's Day, 97, right? Yeah. After going to the pumper show, negotiate the pumper show, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. April Fool's Day. So I'm the only guy in World to go 2,000 miles to move 20 feet because I bought the townhouse <laughs> next to me. Anyway, so, so Gary had always promised me a desk, right? Dave, we always got a desk for you, man. You, you come on yeah. over. So I get there, April 1st, 97, there's no desks. So I sit in the conference room. And I got no problem. I'll sit anywhere. I was out on the truck anyway. So every afternoon when I wanted to come back and talk to Gary and chit-chat, um, he was always busy reviewing invoices. Yeah. And Mr. John and Russell Reed, I'm talking invoices, right? I mean, there's right. a stack of invoices going out. Um, so he'd be sitting there in his office with the door open. And he goes, ah, oh, man, they forgot this again. Oh, bah. And he would be moaning out loud in earshot of the woman who was the invoice processor. Sure, so That was kind of like whatever. And he wasn't upset with her and he, but he was just whatever. So I came into him one afternoon. I said, Hey Gary, you got a minute? He goes, yeah. I said, listen, you always call me above average intelligence. You know, you went to Syracuse. I went to Wheaton, you know, you, you, you respect me. And I, I appreciate that. Do you have a set of instructions? You could give this guy right here that if I followed your set of instructions right now, I would hit the FedEx rate of accuracy, 98.99.98% accurate, right? Of yeah. delivering packages. Do you have that right now? It's like, Hey, you know, I said, I know, I know you don't have, you don't have it. Right. I said, so what we're going to do is after you open the mail tomorrow, I'll have a nice big Dunkin' Donuts waiting for you. And we're going to come in the office and we're going to close the door and we're going to switch chairs and I'm going to sit at your computer and you're going to sit over here and talk and tell me what, what would get us to 99.98% accuracy. Right. And me and my writing skills, I'm going to write that down. And it's going to be steps one through whatever. Some steps have subsets, you know, whatever. Then we're gonna look at it, review it, agree. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna walk out to Susie and we're gonna walk over to her cubicle together, not just you, not just me. We're gonna walk over together and we're gonna apologize. He goes, apologize? She's the one making the mistakes. Yep. I said, no, 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 no. We're gonna apologize that we never gave her this set of instructions. Take the ownership. Okay, and then we're gonna say, cause she's afraid she's losing her job. I mean, at that point she's like quaking in her boots. We're gonna say, take two weeks. If you get it done in a week, that's fine. But take two weeks and keep doing your day-to-day. Look at this set of instructions. See what we missed. What would you change? Does seven need to go to two? Does two need to go to nine? And then tell us, because we don't do it every day, but we think we know what we're doing. Right. Tell us what you would change and then give it back to us. And just remember, we're not gonna be able to accept all your changes, right? Because there's many other factors and there's budgets and everything else. So we did this. And then we took it to the management meeting. So we started management meetings. They didn't have management meetings. They just had whatever sessions. And we showed it to the entire management meeting and got their consensus that that set of instructions made sense. And then we made it company-wide. Yeah, perfect. And and do you know that that, the reason I did that was for self-serving to get time with him in the afternoon and it worked. And all of a sudden the invoices review was like 10 minutes because they were were all accurate. And that's what started the playbook process at Russell Reed and Mr. John in 1998. Um, and then it took six months. We did we did off sites. We did all sorts of stuff. Um, but anyway, that's a long story to, t- to tell you about playbooks. And um, thank you for your time, man. And this went a yeah, little bit longer than we thought, but um, it's all good. It's good to see you, man. And I'll see you, you next week.
1: Yeah, let's do it first of many. Uh, appreciate uh, it, man.
0: Yeah, if you're around Tuesday night for dinner, I mean, I don't mind eating alone, but if Tuesday night for dinner. Um, Maybe we'll grab uh you know I need a good recommendation of barbecue in, in San Antonio, you know. I got a couple. I got a
1: couple. You let me know when you if you head out on time and we'll do it.
0: All right, very good brother. Thank you my friend. See you.